I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Let's go to the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. He is the president of baseball operations for the Cleveland Guardians. He's Mr. Chris Antonetti. Hello, Chris. Hi, Chris. Hey. Hey, guys, how are you? Good. We are well, but before I get going, I'd like to thank you. I don't know if I ever have for providing me one of my favorite memories of me working with Andy Baskin. Back in the day, we're doing tribe time. Uh, it's pregame show. We're sitting on the track by the by the dugout. You're going to be our guest. Baskin's giving me grief. I'm giving him grief. He takes the cheap shot, Chris, and makes fun of my bald head. And I said, at least when I had hair, I knew what to do with it. And you did a Three Stooges spit take and almost fell over. Thank you. It's one of my favorite memories of working with Baskin. Oh, I'm glad. I'm glad I could be. I'm glad I was there for that moment. So, yeah, you. It was, uh, Jeff lives on that. He tells the story. At I least love once it. He doesn't tell. So I have an idea for you, Chris, because I know you're you're an idea man, and we're making things okay. happen here. And, Let me and have it. so, first of all, I'm blown away by the fact that you've spent half your life with this organization. That is amazing. I was doing some of the math Crazy. on. That. I was like, yeah. Are you kidding? So here's what I want you to do at Guards Fest. I want you to take. Did you get a trophy for Executive of the Year? You get a plaque. What do you get? Uh, yes, there is a an, nice. an award acknowledgement. Yes. Okay, nice. so you need to have that plaque, and like a heavyweight champion, when they have a guy that walks around with a belt, you need to get Bart Swain yes. to hold that trophy up while you're at Guards Fest and go, "Come on, coming through, Executive of the Year." <laughs> I am that? quite confident you will never see that in your life. <laughs> I loved it. And that's why you've been doing this for half your life, and I've been sitting here making an idiot out of myself for half my life. And making fun of my dome. That's right. So Andy Uh, and I were just talking, Chris. Uh, We we said last year before the start of the season, okay, nobody's expecting this team to do anything. But we know you. We know Mike Chernoff. We know the organization. You'll figure out a way to be competitive because you always do. Did you even surprise yourselves with how quickly you became a contender last year and ended up running away with the division 92 wins? Yeah, I think the best way maybe to frame it is like last year we were there was some uncertainty, but we were hopeful. We didn't know exactly how the year would play out. We were basically saying like, hey, we've got this group of players that we think has the potential to grow and potential to contribute at the major league level, but they haven't done it yet. And we have an appreciation to know how hard it is to succeed at the major league level. So despite the belief in those players, we weren't quite sure how they would be able to respond to that opportunity, how they'd go get through the adverse, inevitable adversity of the season and get through the other side. And I think what we were able to learn last year is that group went in and contributed a level that was really extraordinary and did some unprecedented things for the cumulative age of the roster. And I think 
Again, there's a lot of reasons that go into that. It starts with the players and their individual preparation, and then the way in which they came together as a team, uh, and the way they would pick each other up and get through those tough moments, whether it was, you know, an individual struggling or the team struggling, and then they came out the other side much stronger for it. And I think that's a direct reflection of Tito and our staff and the environment and the culture that they create every, you know, every year with the team and help them build that identity. Chris, how long did it take you to kind of realize that? that relationship with Tito, I, I I kind of felt like when you hired him that it was kind of there, but it, it does seem like we have a special relationship or you guys have a special relationship in how things work with the consistency and being able to put a winner on the field and that relationship between president, general manager, and manager on the field. Um, just your philosophy on that because it seems to work and it's it's brought a lot of great pride, I think, to the city. Yeah, I, I think we look at it as a true partnership. Um, I, don't, I think we are so fortunate. I'm so fortunate to work with a lot of with so many great people across the organization, and that also don't have that. All they care about is how do we come together to win? How do we help position players to succeed? No one cares about credit or blame. And in fact, when things go wrong, like we'll talk about, it, and then the first thing, like Tito's usually heading the charges. Okay, this happened. How do we make it better? And that mindset permeates everywhere throughout the organization because. We know that there are going to be challenges. We know there's going to be adversity. The way we collectively respond to that adversity oftentimes is going to define our success. And we believe we're best doing that together. And so instead of when things happen, there's nobody that's ever blaming someone else. It's like, okay, this is the reality that we have. What are we going to do to, to, to make it better and improve and find a way to get through it? Chris Antonetti joining us, president of baseball operations for the Guardians. Let's get into the offseason moves a little bit. You've added two guys who can hit the ball, who have some pop. Josh Bell, first base. Mike Zanino, catcher, had a tough year last year, but has had some really good moments, Chris. Why are they the right guys? Well, we went into the offseason with a couple things. Obviously, the only um, the turnover or uncertainty we had in our roster was a catcher because a lot of those other positions were, were coming back with guys that you know will be here a while. So, there, uh, there were a couple things we thought that we were looking to do, um, address the catching position in some way, whether that was bringing Austin Hedges back, whether that was a trade, whether that was a you know, free agent, that was something that we wanted to do, and then you know, add offense somewhere. Uh, and where we did that, we were you know, had somewhat open-minded about, but the, the first day's DH spot seemed to be the no, most natural one. So those were a couple of our priorities going into the offseason, and we were really thrilled to be able to get two of our primary targets, and, and Josh Bell, who's you know, as a switch hitter, uh, has a great track record of you know controlling the strike zone, con- consistently making really hard contact. Um, the years in which that contact's been at productive angles, he's had monster seasons, and others it's it's been productive. But he's been a really good you know offensive player and contributor, and he's also an extraordinary teammate. And then with Mike Zanino, it's a guy that's re- been renowned in his career for the way in which he leads a pitching staff, which as you know is incredibly important to us yes. and he's a couple of years removed from being an all-star and having a really productive offensive season and we believe that he's you know going to be healthy this year and we're excited to see how he might be able to contribute uh, when he is healthy uh chris um ken rosenthal said uh, he had a quote that we played the other day that said sometimes dealing with the guardians uh and trying to make a deal it's tough it's hard sometimes it's hard to make a, a deal with you guys and talked about how you value prospects I took that as a compliment to you guys. Yeah, thank you for that. that. That's how we. That's how Jeff <laughs> and I saw it. I'm just curious how you react to when somebody says like it's sometimes it's tough to deal with the Guardians when you're trying to get a deal done. 
I can appreciate that. Again, obviously, each person's entitled to their opinion. I think what we focus on is how do we build the best team? And there have been obviously a lot of examples when we've traded prospects to, to get major league players and, you know, have a history of doing that when, you know, when our team performance indicates that's the right path. And, and we also have history of trades on the other end. So I think we probably concern ourselves with more executing the right deals that make sense for us and um, not paying a ton of attention to, you know, what other people's impressions or interpretations of that might be. Chris, what, what have you learned about yourself over the years about when you got to pull the trigger on a big deal? Like, do you get nervous right before it or do you, do you say, no okay, I know how to ever, do this, you know? Yeah. I mean, no decisions ever easy. You were, there are no black and white decisions that we make. Everything is operating with a gray area and we have to be comfortable operating in gray areas and, um, and making decisions with the best information we have. And, our belief is that if we can have a, you know, a really have some great information that comes in from our all the different avenues from our our scouts, our player development staff, our analytics group, our medical group, if we can get great information from from all those areas uh, and have a good framework for putting it together, then hopefully that will lead us to make you know better decisions more often than not. We fully recognize we're not going to be perfect. We're going to make mistakes. That's just the inevitability of our jobs. But hopefully we can find a way to be right more often than we're wrong. Chris Antonetti joining us, president of baseball operations for the Guardians. Pitching's the key. We all know that in baseball, Chris. And right now your pitching staff looks like it's it's rolling back in just about as it left last year. Uh, bullpen looks terrific. The rotation, all five guys who made most of your starts last year are on the roster right now. Do you expect, because they're all back, and you know Bieber, Quantrill, McKenzie all started at least 30 games last year. I think it was 20 for... Savali and 24 for Plezak, so they're all back. Do you expect that to be the rotation, or will there be competition for those spots in training camp? And, there, of course, always the possibility of a move. But do you expect that to be yeah, the rotation? I, again, as we sit here today, I think that's the likely group. But one of the things that we're probably most excited about is that we feel we have a wave of pitchers just excuse me, just beneath that, some of whom made some appearances at the major league levels, others who – are on the cusp of doing that. And so we believe that we'll have some internal depth to help fortify our rotation as the season uh, plays out. And now, you know, whether or not we need that depth on opening day or it's May or June or August, we'll have to see how, how things play out. But we do really feel excited about the, the next group and next layer of guys beneath that. Chris, one of my favorite stories that Mark Shapiro used to tell, I'm sure you remember it, but like back in 91, he would say that the team was struggling. They were trying to figure out where they were going and, at one point, he saw a beer vendor walk up into the bleachers at the old stadium and just, in disgust, just cracked open a beer and started drinking the beer out there. And, and flash forward to where you are right now in you know the similar position, and there's going to be plenty of places to drink beer when the ballpark gets rebuilt. I'm just your thoughts on on the vision of rebuilding this ballpark, and it looks really cool, and it looks like there's going to be a lot of. A lot of places where a lot of fans. I hear you say the more places to drink beer, the better. <laughs> that's Maybe. pretty much. Yeah, it sounds like I, it to I me, so. Chris. A prevailing sentiment. I think, that, <laughs> I think that's an appropriate sentiment. There are so many reasons why we continue to be excited about the ballpark renovations. I think first and foremost, we're continually trying to think about what, what, what do our fans want? What type of experience do they would they like to have when they come to the ballpark? And we've seen some of the popularity of some of the renovations we've made it. If you think even just using a simple example of the corner bar and how, what that experience is like for fans and how popular it is. I think that's an indication of people watch baseball games and want to watch baseball games in a different way today than we did 50 years ago when you had the more traditional seating. And so 
I think this next round of renovations will provide more spaces to, for fans and across all demographics to enjoy the game in a way they want to enjoy it. And the better we can do that, the better environment we can create. Uh, I think it's I think it's a huge win. And then on the baseball side, it also gives us we really haven't had we really haven't done much to uh, the facilities that we use to support our players and staff uh, in the last 30 years. Almost all of our uh, renovations have been fan facing. Uh, so we are in need of some updates in there so we can better help our players uh, prepare, perform and recover in our quest to win a World Series. Chris Antonetti is joining us, Guardians president of baseball operations. At the beginning of last season, I think everybody outside of, of your group kept their fingers crossed and thought, okay, can there be a couple of guys here who emerge in the outfield? And by the time you get to August, Stephen Kwan looks like the real deal and Oscar Gonzalez looks like the real deal. And impressive. They were both outstanding. But I, I think it's interesting, Chris, you tell me, can you say, yep, we're locked in there in left and right field based on one year from two rookies who did a phenomenal job and look like real long-term pieces, or do you have to protect yourself there and have competition for them? Well, part of our responsibility is to make sure that we, we always have protection and have some depth, whether that's because performances don't go the way we would expect or hope or because of injuries. But you know, both Steven and Oscar did an extraordinary job with their first major league exposure and were key contributors for us. We are so excited about what they can continue to do this year, um, but this, they will face challenges. Um, you know, if you think back even the last year, Steven, after getting off that incredible start, he had a period in May where he struggled. And the league, you know, he had to make some adjustments back. And to his credit, Stephen did an extraordinary job with that and and rebounded and was a force for us for the balance of the season. So uh, that gives us reason and optimism to believe that, um, you know, when adversity hits this year, whenever that is, that, you know, Stephen and Oscar can um, persevere through that and find a way to come out the other side as productive players. But we all know how demanding the major league environment can be. So, you know, they'll have to go back out again this year and, and, continue to earn those opportunities to help the team win let me go to another spot and this is why this is why you have the title that you have and you make the big bucks uh, there are a ton of really good middle infielder prospects in your organization and now after last year they're blocked uh, Ahmed Rosario what fifth in base hits in major league baseball and Andres Jimenez at second base wins a gold glove and makes an all-star team and is terrific what do you do there, Chris? How do you sort through these guys? And, and are you sold on Ahmed and Andres as being the long-term guys there? Because, man, were they good last year. Absolutely. I think that, you know, again, we look at that as maybe slightly differently, that we see it as a great area of strength for us organizationally. Having two established really good major league players at those positions is a great you know, starting point for us. And, you know, unlike other sports, we do, we do have the benefit of having the minor leagues and continuing development there. And, you know, those guys – all probably have, they certainly have development left to do, and there could be opportunities for them to continue to grow and enhance their skills in AAA until those opportunities are there for them at the major league level. Uh, Chris, just want to get your feelings on the rule changes for next season, pitch timer, shift restrictions, uh, bigger bases. Your thoughts on that? Yeah, I I have, I think if you've connected with me in the past, you probably know I am a proponent that we need to continue to think think about our game and design, you know, help design the future in a way that, you know, makes it interesting to fans and improves the product that we have on the field. There are so many great things about the game that 
I think we have a responsibility to continue to highlight and bring out those best elements. And I really do feel like the rule changes that are in place move us in that direction. Um, I've had the benefit of watching minor league games with a pitch timer, and it makes all the difference. There's just so much better pace to the action. I don't think anyone goes to baseball games to just to see dead time or to see guys walking around the mound or for them to step out of the bother's box. And really that's what we're, um, th- those are the spaces in which we're cutting down. And I think it will lead to even more action on the field. So I personally am excited about most of them. You know, I could, knit, there's probably one or two you can nitpick and each person has individual preferences, but on balance, I'm excited about what the changes might bring and the direction they could take us as a game. I always find it interesting that like football can change 10 things every year and fans don't ever say anything, but baseball wants to make bigger bases and people start going crazy about it. I don't know. Does you ever think about well, that? I like why is it so resistant? Party, yeah. Party, part, I think part of the beauty of baseball is the history and tradition. Um, and so we should embrace that, but the game continues to change. But whether or not we like it or not, right? Like the game in which we play today on the field looks very different than it did 20 years ago. Like we continue to set new rates for strikeout rates and walk and home run rates. That's not what the game looked like three years or, or um, three decades ago. Right. The games at that point were two hours and 30 minutes. They weren't three hours and 10 minutes. So I think what we're trying to do is how do we bring out the best elements of what people, what people fell in love with the game in the begin with maybe and, and start to minimize some of those areas where people, you know, don't don't find value in them or, or would prefer to look a little bit differently. From the Serpentini Chevrolet Studio, you're listening to WKRK FM HD1, Cleveland Heights, Cleveland. We're talking to Chris Antonetti, president of baseball operations for the Guardians. Last thing, Chris, Guard Fest coming up on Saturday, Convention Center. It, it, to me, it's like, okay, here we go. Spring training's on the way. How pumped are you about what's going to happen on Saturday with an opportunity to interact with your fans and kind of kick off the baseball season. Yeah, beyond excited for so many reasons. One, as you said, it's a signal that we're less than a month away from being in spring training, which we all can't wait for, and uh, all that the, the, the hope and excitement that a new season brings. Uh, I'm really excited. We'll have the vast majority of our roster here in Cleveland, so they'll continue to get time together. We'll get a chance to spend time with them, which is great. And then the highlight of it is to be able to have the opportunity for all of us to engage with our season ticket holders and our fans and talk baseball and and think about the reflections of last year and so many of those great moments and memories that we all shared together and then the possibilities of what this year may bring. So it's a really exciting time. It's a great event. I'm so thankful that we're able to uh, have it again this year after a few years off because of some of the uh, pandemic-related issues. But now it's uh, it's really exciting. We're going to be able to bring everyone together again this weekend at the Convention Center. It should be a really fun event with lots of great activities. And anybody looking for more information can just go to the Guardians website, go to Guards Fest. You can get everything you need to know about tickets, times, all of that stuff. Chris, we can't thank you enough. Always a pleasure to talk with you. Thank you for a phenomenal season last year that was so entertaining. And I know Andy and I are looking forward to watching it again this year. Thanks, Chris. My pleasure, guys. As always, it's great being with you. We'll talk to you soon. Make sure you get that right. championship belt so they can walk <laughs> yeah, around. Okay, I can't I'll wait for work it. work on that with Bart. So. <laughs> That'll be great. And then it's safe to say I won't touch it. So, it won't be Chris. anywhere near it. All right, thanks, we'll see, you see you, Chris. Thanks. thanks. Chris Antonetti, president of the Guardians, joining us. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. 
With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.